Let's talk lunchtime with Jonathan Healy, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe with us at this time every week. How are you doing, Kevin? Hey, how are you, John? Not too bad. Arizona, a state I've been to, which is a kind of a strange place, but uh, they had <laughs> proposed a law there that um, would have given some people the opportunity to turn away those they thought were a little too gay from their bars and restaurants. What were they proposing? Well, what they were proposing is in the name of religious freedom. If you could cite your religious opposition to homosexuality, they wanted the protection as a business owner of being able to refuse service to to gay people. Uh, on the face of that, that sounds so over the top and so crazy. They wanted to legalize discrimination, all, of course, in the name of religious freedom of expression. And this is where the cultures clash in America, because obviously it's, you know, this is a nation that was founded on the idea of people leaving Eng- England because they were being persecuted for their religious beliefs. But it's, you know, I, I think you'd have to be, you know, to me, you'd have to be very cynical to look at this, John, and think that this was about religious freedom. This is about bigotry. It's about having the right to be bigoted and refuse customer service to people that you don't like because they leave a different lifestyle. Whose bright and idea was it, Kevin? It, you know, what's that? Whose bright idea was it? Well, it's 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 basically the religious right. There are a number of proposals like this all over the country. This is the first one that got to this extent that, you know, that it was a law. And then the now the governor that it, that who actually vetoed it, Jan Brewer. I mean, she put it. It's not exactly a profile in courage. She basically said, "We can't afford the economic mess this will create, so we can't do it." Uh, she didn't say that the people who wanted to do it were wrong. This is the same woman who, you know, castigated the president when he arrived in, in, in Arizona a couple of years ago. She's a right-winger herself. But, you know, the, that's the clash in Arizona. As you say, it, it's a sunny place for shady people. It is a, this mix of, of religious conservatives, but really more like gun-toting right-wingers who don't believe the government has the right to say anything. And so, obviously, now you're saying the government has the right to protect people uh, who want to engage in open bigotry against gay people? So it's 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 a classic culture. But you know the the other thing that's going on, John, in a wider context is when with the governor of Arizona vetoes that law. There were two big legal cases this week in which the, a Texas judge struck down their constitutional ban against gay marriage, saying it's just it's illegal. You can't do it. And uh, then yesterday in Kentucky. Now these are very conservative places, Texas and Kentucky. In, in Kentucky, a judge ruled that um, people that get married, you know, same-sex marriages in other states and other jurisdictions and other countries, that has to be recognized in Kentucky. And so, frankly, the conservatives, and I would, like I said, I, I, I don't pull any punches on this. I think that people that dress up, this is about their religious freedom. I think they're trying to dress it up. And it, 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 to me, it's just bigotry. And they are losing on every front. And okay. they are fighting a fight that they will lose eventually. It's time. Uh, let's turn to a happier story. Uh, this baby that was born in New York, there's an Irish angle. And I, look, I'm beginning to think you know every single Irish American over there, do you? <laughs> well, no, Kean McCord I know because uh, he's with A&L, uh, good buddy, the Irish law firm. He's the partner in New York. And he's a good friend of my buddy, Aidan Brown who is of counsel of them, a Dubliner. And uh, so I knew, I've met Keen on a couple of occasions. I haven't met Paulie, his wife. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how much attention it got in Ireland, but it was a oh, big God, deal huge, in America. Oh, huge, huge story. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great story, first of all, because mother and baby are healthy. But the reality is it broke all the stereotypes about cold New Yorkers where people would be murdered in the middle of the night and nobody would help. Tell us what and, happened to Paula, yeah, for those who hadn't heard the story. Well, frankly, Paulie just, she called up and said she was feeling, um, you know, she, she talked to her doctor and said, you know, I'm feeling these pains. They weren't necessarily contractions, but he said, you know, you got to get in right away. And so he walks, she walks down into the, and they live on the Upper East Side in Manhattan. And her, uh, the doorman there started bringing her out and her water broke. And so she, they literally get to the sidewalk and the baby's coming out. So the baby was born on the sidewalk and then just a bunch of New Yorkers, passers-by, came and, you know, basically one woman literally took the jacket, the, the coat off her, her back and it was freezing and gave it to, uh, you know, this is at the corner of 68th and 3rd Avenue. And uh, this woman who they did, all they got was her first name, uh, Isabella, the woman who gave him the coat. And so that's uh, the baby's uh, middle name is Isabella. They named her after the Good Samaritan. But it really was a heartwarming story um, because everybody thinks of New Yorkers as everybody's looking the other way and going in their own world. But when something like that happens, people drop and they do what they have to do. It's not and every day you the see The most yeah. important thing is mother and child are healthy and happy. It's not every day you see a woman giving birth on the, side of the, uh, on the sidewalk at the side of the road. Does she want the coat back? Uh, Isabella, I don't know. I haven't. I, you know, <laughs> if I was her, I think she'd. I think she's going to stay with this because I think a lot of this stuff is going to come out. Who the great, who the uh, good Samaritan is? Because you know, New Yorkers can't get enough of this either because they they're sick and tired of being portrayed and stereotyped <laughs> as cold people. So unlike you, Bostonians, who are so generous. To that conclusion about New Yorkers. <laughs> You're much nicer in Boston, Kevin. We'll leave it there. Kevin, call the Boston Globe. We'll talk to you next week.